Thanks for hitting that button. You are listening to The Mark the Shark Show. All right, guys, you ready to rock? Are you excited? Well, sit back and enjoy. And welcome to The Mark the Shark Show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Mark the Shark Show. I hope everyone's having a great day. We have a great episode in store for you. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, this is your host, Mark the Shark. I want everybody to know that not only do I have this podcast, I have another podcast about the sport of mixed martial arts. So if you're into that kind of thing, check out my other podcast called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And if you want to be on that show or this show, Make sure you contact me on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And, and that's my Facebook channel. Or you can go to my website, www.mark with a C, the Shark MMA Show.com. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto 2. That's Mark, M A R C underscore Retorto, R I T O R T O 2. That's for Instagram or Mark BJJ Fighter on Twitter. And also, don't forget to check out my YouTube channels. I got the Rockin' with Mark YouTube channel. That's Rockin' with Mark with a C again. Or the Mark the Shark MMA show. All on YouTube. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast and keep on listening. Hi, this is Coraline Jewel. You're listening to the Mark the Shark podcast show. sampling of the new single called I Wonder by musician Rich Chambers coming all the way from Canada. Hopefully you like it because next is the upcoming interview. The musician all the way from Canada, new age rocker Rich Chambers. What if you could turn back time? Save your family and avenge your father, defy a king, and steal a treasure. This is the untold story of the most famous pirate of his time. This is the story of One-Eyed Willie and the Jewel of the Spanish Main, available on Amazon, iBooks, and BarnesandNoble.com, starting December 15th, written by Lawrence Phillip. Check it out today. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Retorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com 
or barnesandnoble.com or retortofamilybooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. up everybody my name is randy silver i am the host of the leap of fate podcast on youtube apple and spotify you are listening to the mark the shark show on anchor fm the best host the best show anywhere around enjoy everyone welcome back to the show uh, and, and this week's episode is going to be kind of unique because this interview is going to be used for both my YouTube channel. If you guys don't know about it, it's called The Rockin' with Mark YouTube channel. I think I've mentioned it on a couple of interviews before when I interview uh, fellow musicians that have YouTube channels, as well as the Mark the Shark show. So today we got a fellow rocker all the way from Canada. <laughs> hey, Mark, how are you? <laughs> Richard Chambers, how you doing? Good, good. Yourself? Good, good, man. Good. good. Yeah, so I was watching your, your uh, like, usually what I do is I, I go over, you know, the information on the people I interviewed before I interviewed them. And then I, you got it. I, I saw it a Facebook page, and I think it was on your Facebook page. You had a YouTube video, so I didn't went to it. It wasn't in the, in the, uh, the information okay. you filled out. So I, I saw you rocketed, man, and I'm like, kind of reminds and it's kind of like unique uh like they sound like your own original tunes but you kind of remind me and people probably say this to you kind of remind me of brian adams not like the way you look i think it's the way you sound I don't, has anybody ever told you that before or no i've heard brian adams i take that as a compliment i'm a big brian adams fan and he's a fellow of vancouverite or yeah whatever. yeah that, that's just yeah. by coincidence yeah. you guys are both from the same area yeah yeah, yeah. and then um let me see if i have it here i think because i um your YouTube channel is Richard Chambers, just Richard Chambers, and it's uh, you. You can check him out. He's got like a bunch of videos on there, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh, thank you. I've been compared to Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah. Tom Petty's I, another name. I am. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the '80s. Anybody who watches my YouTube channel, they know I'm a fan of the '80s. I'm a big fan of pretty much you name it from the '80s. I find that that generation of music very unique in that you had everything, every single style. You had you had rock, you had yep. you know whether you yep. you know whether it was just hard rock or heavy metal or glam metal or whatever you want to call it. You had your pop music, you had yep. your R and B, you had uh, rap or hip hop. Sorry, yeah. You had you know dance music. A little bit of punk uh, was in there. You know, I mean, you had it and, it, and it all sounded good. Nowadays, today's music, my kids listen to it, and and I tell them this. I'm like, when you get older, you're probably gonna end up listening to my music, just like I listen to my parents' music. <laughs> you no, know, I have to Mark, say, yeah. I don't play that much of my ease music around. I play it like when I'm by myself. I mean, they hear it by if they're in my car or whatnot, yep. but. Whereas with my parents, they always had the radio on, listening to their particular sound music, which would be like 60s and 50s and Motown. And, yep, which and is great I, stuff. It, it was all good. I mean, and it, yep. it just every, the 80s genre, I would say that pretty much everything up to probably like 2000, 2010 and up, everything had its own unique style, right? Like, look, look at it pop. You had like 
Michael yeah. Jackson, then you had Prince, then you had Bruce Springsteen, then you had U2, then you had Madonna. Yeah. All pop, all sound different. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Being in the metal, right? You had the rat, you had docking, sounds different. You had mouth, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just different. So well, the beauty of the 80s was that it was the last generation or last sort of decade of music where you could hear all of it together. Now yeah. we've siloed and compartmentalized it so much that you have to go off into an R&B world. You have to go off to an EDM world. Nothing is played together anymore. And yeah. the 80s did it. Like you mentioned, all those artists, they were played on the same radio station. Yeah. Z100. Now you don't I find don't that. You get down there, but the popular one over here by me is like Z100, WPLJ, yeah. Hot 97. I mean, they had some unique, unique stations more geared towards like hip hop or... Uh, you know, R&B music, but for the most part, you, you just went on PLJ or Z100 and you heard a variety of music and you would hear yes. like, uh, I don't know if you remember Casey Kasin, Top 40. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On Sundays, I used to listen to it religiously and record the songs on my uh, little cassettes, right? Yeah, yeah. Every, <laughs> yeah. every song that was in the top 10 was from a totally different genre. So let's yes. talk about you. How, how'd you get started? Because I think I'm guessing you were kind of like me, like a late bloomer music. Am I wrong or? Um, yes and no. Um, I've sort of gone through different evolutions of music. I mean, it all started like a lot of us. It starts with parents. Mom and yeah. dad were huge music fans. My dad was a guitar player. As a little kid, I thought it was the coolest thing. I used to sit and watch him um, uh, figure out songs on the stereo. He had dropped the needle on the, on the turntable and he'd figure out the chords and write the lyrics down. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So as a little boy, I wanted to be like dad. So when I got old enough, my mom encouraged me, got a guitar, encouraged me to get into lessons, that sort of thing. So both mom and dad sort of steered me down that path. And so music was everything in high school. And I had a band, all that kind of thing. And I was going to be the next big thing. And I got out of high school and started playing some real cheesy dives, you know, barely making any money, a couple of rounds of beer at best. And finally, I did the probably the smartest thing I ever did, Mark, is I said, to heck with this. I'm, I'm, I've got to get something else. I went back to school. And then got a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And I work in post-secondary education. But all along the way, I still kept the music going. And so I played in bands and had a family and everything else. But I never did a serious push into it. Only in the last couple of years, I sort of looked in the mirror and I said to myself, Rich, why aren't you doing your life's passion? And I didn't have an answer for myself. So I committed myself right there. And then I'm going after it full time. I've got years of music stocked behind me i've got years of songwriting behind me and i'm going to start pushing it out there and get it going so that's the last two years have been a major full-time commitment so it's been a blast absolute blast yeah, I, I you know i'm chasing a dream and why not yeah it's it's weird how uh life gets in the way right i mean you gotta make you gotta feed you gotta eat right of course yeah of course but i always you know i've had some people that were lucky you know i had on my podcast or my on my youtube channel that we're yeah. lucky. Some some did it younger, you know, yep. younger ages where they were able to make a living, you know, or relatively young in their thirties doing what they like. Yeah. A bunch of them make money off the YouTube channel, doing music, but it, it's all surrounded around music. So I find that interesting. So and I, I noticed a lot of the stuff on your channel that at least what I listened to prior to doing this interview with you sounds like it's all your your own unique material, which is good, right? Thank now, you. Who were yeah. your Who would you say were your early uh, early past present uh, influences uh, musically, other than than your father? Were you more 
Brian Adams, like 80s music or? Well, I was a kid in the 80s. So yeah, I was influenced by Adams and Springsteen and, and Prince and that 80s push. Um, but my parents were big. It was funny because my, my mom was a big top 40 Beatles fan. My dad was a Waylon Jennings, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash fan. So I grew up with this equal influence of country and rock, and it comes through in a lot of my music. You can hear some country influences, their rock influences. As I got older, started playing guitar, suddenly I discovered the blues, B.B. King, Freddie King, Buddy Guy, uh, John Lee Hooker, and I thought, these are the coolest guys ever. And my grandparents used to listen to Dean Martin and Sinatra, and I sort of rediscovered all that stuff, too. And so the big band stuff I absolutely love. Um, so there's a huge pile of things sort of filtering into my music. But the first things that really took me off, I was a big Beatles fan. I was just getting into music when John Lennon was shot in 1980. And that introduced me to the Beatles. And from there, I went crazy on, on the Beatles and, and Lennon. And, and uh, so that was sort of the number one big influence. And there's been so many branched off since. And I'm a huge Elvis Costello fan. Uh, um, Nick Lowe and that whole sort of late 70s, early 80s, punk sort of new wave uh, genre there's a lot of people hear a lot of clash in my stuff as well which which i think uh, is a compliment as well i love the yeah. clash uh, so there there's a ton of influence and i like that i'm sort of what i've found and mark the most interesting thing i've found is because i'm i'm pulling from so many different sources spotify analytics youtube analytics they don't lie to you they as you know they tell you exactly who's listening to you how old they are where they live all that kind of thing and i'm finding that just as many 18 year olds are listening to me as 65 year olds and I've, I find that as a super huge compliment. I'm not appealing to one age demographic. I'm appealing to the whole that's spectrum, great. which I love. See, and, and that's the thing, I think, uh, well, we, we will see how much of a fact this generation music has on, like when our kids become parents or grandparents. Yeah, yeah. It will, it will last, but like I go to uh, concerts, I mean, I don't know if it's the parents dragging the kids, but I still see like younger kids. Like if I go to the Rosers concert, if it's a farm concert, I do see uh, a wide range of our age groups. And I think yes. that's because of the universal appeal, especially yes. like think about it. This is your, your main influence of the Beatles, right? Okay. Think about it. Like I, I grew up listening to it, but I, I mean, everybody knows the songs, you know, I want to hold you and oh yeah yeah you're always you're always hearing that as uh if you got the radio on but it wasn't really till i went to college and i went to, you know i had a lot of my roommates you know on the, on the hall in the dorm they were into it so then i would go to the library and get the records or maybe they were cassettes i think they were records i think i just recorded them but, yeah um and i'm like wow i never realized how many yeah. hits they had I, I know think they, so I it's think crazy. They, I think they still hold the record for the most number one hits, which I think it's 21. No other man's done that. Or Damn, I think the Supremes are close. The Supremes are very close as well, I think. Yeah, well, from if I remember, it's uh, Beatles, then I think Elvis, and then I think third place was Michael Jackson. And I think he tied. Oh, with, Mike, of course. Houston tied with him with yeah. third. I don't remember. Michael Jackson, of course. Because Elvis has the most hits. He's got like 101 top 40 hits, but the Beatles have the most number one hits. That's that's the oh, interesting. Okay, okay. But they yeah, both there's lots of artists up there. I think I think the Rolling yeah, Stones are probably in there as well. Influences to this day. Yeah, I once heard an interview. I forget it was a, a band from the 80s. I wish I could remember the name. 
Um, but they talked about how the Beatles wrote 90% of the pop songs and everybody else had to scrap the other 10%. <laughs> I thought that was quite Yeah, a funny yeah, point. yeah. <laughs> now you were saying, I'm assuming, because I've seen your videos, I like I saw one and it looked like you spent money trying to, I don't know if it looked a little kind of like professional. Like it's not like me where I just like record, stick a camera in front of my face. So it looks <laughs> like you, you, you kind of like, did you pay someone to videotape it or is it like a family friend or because it looked kind of like professional? It One of my closest like friends is video in videography. So what was that again? Well, th thank you. I mean, my friend, it's a close friend, close friend from when we were kids and he's into videography and he's sort of, uh, he's gotten into it over the last few years and he's, he's like me, he sort of started, he's new in that industry. Like I'm sort of fresh in the music industry. So we're helping each out, out together. And I think he's done an excellent job. And I got a new video coming out this weekend, and he's doing even better. Every time we, we get together, he does something uh, yeah, much I, better. I like to learn a little about that stuff. I like to pick that guy's brain. Fascinating. I, try, I watch him try work. doing yeah. uh, black screen. Yep. I don't know if it's the lighting or something in my basement. I just couldn't get it right. But I, I find that fascinating. Say you say you also release, uh, did you release albums or just singles? That you mentioned well, it's been single so far mark i mean uh, I'll, I'll have an album coming out in february my plan has always been to keep singles coming out every eight to ten weeks so that my name stays fresh because okay. um, once you drop an album that's it i mean you, you know you, you you sort of with a single i can have something new coming out every eight weeks and culminating at the end of this in february with an album and then i start on the next round of singles that will lead to a second album by the end of 2022 so right now i've got three albums worth of material written and about an album and a half recorded. So I sort of, I keep going and more stuff coming out all the time. It's, it's been an absolute blast. And I mean, just uh, singles go through uh, Spotify. Cause there's a bunch of other, I think I can't think of the name of the other ones. There's like, if you wanted to make, I think there's even like a service one, like if you want to do covers, they take care of the licensing fees or yep. royalty fees, yep. I forget the name of it. So how does that work? You just record it on your, on your computer. Uh, you like um, you, do you do more than one instrument or is it just strictly guitar and you have people doing instruments for you or do you know I, I do pretty much everything except uh, the drums I use sample drums because okay. I can't uh, basically I can't record the drums it's so difficult to record the drums uh, and I'm not I'm a so-so drummer I'm not a great drummer but every other instrument I will play because okay. I can play directly into the computer so what other instruments do you play? Guitar, bass? Well, it's all guitar, bass, harmonica, a little bit of piano, uh, some complex piano parts I'll, I'll sample in because um, I'm a bass, I'm, I'm a pretty rudimentary piano player. So some of my stuff is fairly complex and I'll, I'll, I'll use live samples on that. So, um, but I keep it all myself. Um, it's I'm a one man band kind of thing. As you see, as you've listened, my, I'm primarily guitar based. Any other instruments used basically to support the guitar. Uh, okay. And then you use like software, like GarageBand or something, or like what kind of software? Yeah, I'm using, yeah, I'm using uh, Sonar. Now, lots of people use Pro Tools, but I'm actually on a PC rather than uh, Mac. So I use a Sonar and um, and all kinds of different uh, effect plugins and everything else. The beauty of today's industry, you got a, you know, a good computer and some software and away you go. <laughs> I'm assuming you use an Apple for that, right? Because I hear that's like what the most people use. Like if they're into. Uh, Oddly enough, I use email. regular PC. I don't use Apple. Really? You're like me. Yeah, and, and yeah, I'm a PC player, user. Only because uh, you always got to give me a credit card or something with them. But <laughs> I hear a lot of people when they're doing, especially if they're doing photography and music, that they use yeah. Apple. Apple reigns supreme. I, there's no question. I, I yeah. use Windows applications for everything. So I find that fascinating. 
Oh, same, same as you, Mark. And I'm only because, because um, yeah. You have, to, you, have to, you have to pay Spotify or is it all free? No, it's um, how it works is I got a distributor CD Baby is who I use. And there's many different distributors, but I, I upload my files with this company called CD Baby and they distribute to Apple, iTunes, uh, Amazon, Deezer, Spotify. There's a whole pile of them. They distribute them. And then once I'm up, uh, Spotify and Apple and Amazon, they all allow an artist page where you can go in and sort of tailor your um, your release and put up photos and some bio information, that sort of thing. So they give you a bit of control on what people see when they go on to Spotify. For instance, they go on to Spotify, they see Rich Chambers. They're going to see the info I uploaded, the photos I uploaded, but the music comes straight from the distributor. So it has to go sort of vetted through the distributor first. Sorry, Mark, I didn't hear you. You weren't coming through on that one. It's called SoundCloud, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I know like a friend of mine, a guy I know, he, he uh, uploads because he's a DJ. I guess he like samples stuff yeah. and he puts his old. I think that's like another so is your music up on there too or is it just yeah is it on Clouds. higher radio too or on which radio yeah. is it on high heart radio and pandora yeah, i heart yeah some of the some of the i heart stations have picked it up um okay. that's tougher um but soundcloud yes that's an industry standard and now the big push i'm doing now is i heart radio lots of independent um um, internet radio stations are playing me and the tougher ones are the iHeart and commercial radio. And that's what I'm really trying to push right now is get into commercial radio. And then, um, what about like on Amazon, like Amazon music, is that easy to get on for you? Fairly easy. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, it's easy to get onto these platforms. The tough thing is getting people to listen to you once you're on the platform. Mm -hmm. That's where it gets really tough. You want to get on. All right. So you forget on play on like podcast interviews and stuff. Cause it's like different from the old days, right? Like you had to get on yeah. TV. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to get a TV interview nowadays, but yeah, I mean, but I guess in some ways it's easier, right? Um, easier and harder. Easier, easier yeah. to get your stuff out there. Yes, I, I would think without like the big push, like with, with like a record company, it's harder to get your name out there. Yeah, yeah, like, you uh, nailed it. Easier on one hand, harder on the other, right? But yes. in the long run, if it works out for you, you keep more money, right? It's a lot exactly of right. Right, you hear these horror stories. Like I don't ever heard. Have you ever heard the one? You know, New Edition, right? The band from the eighties. Yeah. You know how much they their album first album went gold, which prior to like I think nineteen eighty seven nineteen nineties, you had to sell a million yep. copies. You got a gold record now. It's like a half a million, right? They they got a VCR. I think each one of them got that was their payment. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the contract <laughs> they signed. They basically you signed their life million? away albums not singles you know you make more money on the albums people actually yeah. had to you know go to the store and buy it there was no apple yep. downloads there's no physical YouTube lp they were buying yes you wanted to listen to it you either go into the store and buy it or you do what i did you get up early in the morning on a sunday and record the <laughs> top 10 content so they should have been getting like 50 cents to a dollar out of every sale or something like that they yeah, should have yeah. been getting i think the big yeah. shots get like a dollar i think I think of Michael Jackson, I read somewhere with the Thriller album, I think he got a dollar per album. Yeah, that's big. And then you yeah. just look at how many millions he yeah. sold. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, some of them might might be more now. But I think a lot of the people now, because of the well, it's obvious the way the industry's gone, right? Because you can't yeah. no one really buys, right? They either download it 
or they or stream it. it streamed right I, I think the streamers pay you they probably pay you probably fractions yeah so very I'm little hoping, i'm hoping like if, if i'm listening to you on spotify i'm hoping you're getting some of them i got something I mean, yeah I I got it's something. probably like what they do with the podcasters it's like a very small yeah. minuscule amount but it's like point zero zero six cents yeah, per yeah, stream something like that yeah so the yeah. main source of your income probably now, I'm assuming, well, except what was with the COVID period was probably, I'm assuming you're doing some kind of touring, right? Uh, well, I, I, I started this about six months prior to COVID. So at this point, uh -huh. I don't have a band. So at some point I'm going to be putting together a band and touring because you're, you're absolutely right, Mark. The money is touring and merchandise. That's where the money is. Yeah. And it's funny because years ago, touring used to support the record sales because there was no money in touring. Now it's flipped the other way around. There's no really? money in streaming. The money is in touring. No money in touring yeah. back days. The tours just paid for themselves. Tours paid for themselves, and then they were the big push. That's also when touring tickets were a lot cheaper. Now, if you want to go see, for instance, the Eagles, you got to pay five, six hundred dollars a seat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. they have a couple. You've seen a couple of bands, but yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. It's so it's totally shifted. Yeah, yeah. It's shifted. I didn't, I didn't know that that wasn't a money maker. So. No, nope, they and some made the big tours made monies, of course, but yeah, most of the time the tour just cool. paid the the philosophy was pay for itself and support the record sales. That was the philosophy. But we're going back to seventies, eighties, yeah, and a little bit in the nineties, and then, and then, then it went flipped over. And, and I don't think people watch music videos anymore. I stopped watching as soon as MTV started having reality yeah. TV shows. I stopped yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah, Mark, yeah. a video still you have to have it. It's an industry really? standard. I mean, I know a few yeah. people do it on YouTube, but I don't think they put yes. it on. There's no, is there a dedicated music channel now? I don't think they I have don't, MTV not the same way there was with MTV. No, no. But uh, YouTube's videos, YouTube is actually, I think, the most streamed and watched market. It's, it gets more audience than Spotify even. So yeah. YouTube is still a place that cons people consume music on YouTube. So you have yeah. to still I, have I wish I could think of the artists. There's a couple of channels I follow, you know, mostly hot female singers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that are doing copies of uh of like 80s rock music like i can't okay. think of these names she's got long uh black hair she's like a knockout and she she sometimes she brings like another redhead singer on there and they, okay. they do covers and i think they're like from russia and romania and she's got a lot of you like, i can't even I can, even if i knew the name i would probably even be able to enunciate it like, <laughs> say. and then i see like a couple of uh other people, uh, oh man, what's the name of that? Voice, Voice Band, Voice Avenue. I don't know if you ever see that one. No, they're uh, but brothers. They okay. actually, one of them was the vocal coach for some television show, kind of like like uh, not American Idol, but something like that. I think it was yeah, the yeah. Voice, the, the Voice, Voice, sure, yeah, yeah. So it's Voice Avenue, B O Y C E. And they, their specialty, which a lot of people do, I guess it's because it's easier to transition is they do covers. Okay. But they're, they're very, um, it's all, well, most of it is either acoustic or on a piano. And it, it, okay. it's like unplugged. And they do really good job with the videography. That's like the one, the one I can think of. It's easier to say. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I would say that that's probably the way to go. But some of these videos that they, these people put out, I'm like, they're not cheap. 
So I don't know if no. they're like you, they just happen to have a best friend out there or the person's trying to make a name for himself too. But you know, I was fortunate. I think I'm a rarity because I have a very talented friend who is, you know, starting like me. But there's, it's not a cheap, as as you probably know. It when I, I mean, looked in actual cameras, video production. Cameras, the, if you want it to look good, you got to get the high quality cameras. Yeah. And you got to get the lights, and then you got to you got to get that oh, soft, software, and you got to know what the yeah. hell you're doing. It's, and it's hours it's of filming. Not easy. It's not My easy. last video, we spent ten hours to film a three minute video. I mean, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And do you use the same locations? Do you? Or is it like different locations? Like, is it a location where you know you're going to have absolute access with no one bothering you? Or We've you stuck our know? last three videos, we stuck with static locations. And it's been tough, Mark, because with COVID, we couldn't go into group settings or locations with numerous people. So we had to pick isolated scenarios or outdoor settings, that sort of thing. So it's, it's an opening up a little bit more where we're getting a little more options now that things are opening up a little bit more. But we've also stuck with static locations because that's cheaper too and it's easier to film and that sort of thing so i'm learning too it's interesting learning the whole world of videography it's just i had no idea how complex it is like most yeah. people don't know how complex it is to record an, an audio track and and you know to do a video this it's way tougher and way more involved than what most people realize what kind of guitar do you, do you usually find yourself playing is it like a fender or gibson or like what you I have like a play? I have a few. My go-to actually is a Telecaster, but it's a PV Telecaster, not a Fender Telecaster. Um, and I have a, a Ibanez guitar that I use, but the, the PV one I go to mostly. And uh, I use a Fender Twin amp. I love the Fender amps. Yeah. And I plug it directly into the computer because if I played it too loud, I would be pissing off all my neighbors all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those That's amplifiers cool, can get pretty loud. It's just amazing with this this uh smoke expo uh I, I i'm too lazy to get up and go get it but i the people who who watch my youtube channel i'm gonna be doing a review of it i just went to guitar center this week okay uh, black friday actually yesterday and, yep. I there and i'm like all right because uh i'm lucky where i work uh to, i work for a big company and they're trying to keep people's healthy so they, okay. they do they 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 uh give you subsidies so if you go to the gym if you buy sneakers, like especially during a lockdown, people were working at home. So if you bought weights, they would yep. reimburse you. Well, this oh, year great. they added uh, music instruments. Oh, nice. Nice. So I'm like, all right. I wanted to, uh, I knew I needed to get a keyboard, even though I liked my keyboard. Yep. Uh, it's a Yamaha, but it, there was no MIDI interface. And I'm like, oh, you know, okay, usually okay. my daughter yeah. records me and it's hard to see my hands when I'm doing my video lessons, like my piano lessons okay. online. So I figured, all right, let me get a mini one. And this way it'll interfere. I get some software and, and it'll, yeah. like, they'll see my hands on the screen and stuff. And then um, I'm like, I was, I've been, was itching for a Gibson, but I just can't justify spending like a thousand dollars for a studio that used yep. to be $500 a year ago. Yep. Like, uh, LTD eclipses that I think are just as good. And I got an agile where I upgraded the pickups. Seymour uh, Duncan. They're just as good as any studio, if not better, even better than you know, the studios or the tributes. Yeah. And There's lots of good budget there, I'm like, Let me see what yeah. they got. And I spent time like, I can't find anything that's like hit me. Then I found this Ibanez with a Geo, which is like the low line model. I got the, I got an yep. SA and I got an S series. But for some reason, the next on the uh, cheap 
tape geos i just yeah. like them it's like a wider like neck because i i like the wide flat necks not like uh, yes like the like the baseball bat ones like the phones and those balls and like those balls. I like yep. the bodies and the sounds of those balls but i'm like oh shit so it's like a white guitar you know yeah. it's got all a shark like you know like that's neat. And I know. I, I know what you're up. talking about. Yeah, because I, I got and it was like 160 bucks. And the one geo before that, I got on Amazon for 130. GR, yep. both There's a lot of great budget guitars out there. Really, there are. Yeah. I'm like holy yeah. shit. Because I got an SA. I love the way it looks, but I just don't like the mix. I'm debating what to sell it. I was actually gonna sell that S series and an old geo, and then buy. I think the one called black label but i didn't know what it, what it feels like that's why i wanted another yep. store to actually feel it because during covid I was of course cars like nuts because there was nothing else to do but it was all sight you know sight unseen i was just buying yeah <laughs> you know i was going for uh through a spree there you know and i was buying and selling them and stuff like that yeah well so interesting, interesting. so then yeah. Get, like they, and now they got all the software and all these like different amps that so, interface so well. I'm actually gonna yes. do another review. It's actually not new. It's called uh, Boss E Band, right? Uh, okay. I got the older. I'm familiar with this. J. It's a uh, Boss E Band JS8. They got a JS10 that's four years. Mine's eight years old. It's like this okay. little device. It's an amp with multi-effects and amps oh, yes. built into it. It's like a yes. Purbio, whatever, hot tone, the Purbio, whatever they call it now. It's like that. But the only difference is you, it's got all the pedals in it. You can uh, yep. build, build your own patches. It's got all the, they have tons of more logical preset patches for each genre, whether it's blues, R&B, jazz, metal, yep. rock, hard rock, you name it, they got it even works with bass um you plug it in it's got a built-in recorder into it so you can record yeah, great your stuff. music and then you can export it to a usb drive or go directly from the usb to computer and it's it's like a band you know it's like a quality <laughs> band you can put backing tracks on you can loop it yep. record yourself with the backtrack i'm like this shit's great. technology is amazing and that's like amazing. years ago. I'm like, I wish I knew about this back like years ago. I'm like, this thing's freaking great. You know, like, it's just amazing what they got with the technology. You know? Well, the software, you're absolutely right, Mark. At your fingertips, you can, at any given time, I can go into my computer and plug into about 30 different guitar amps yep. through my computer, all in one software program. It's, it's yeah. a fascinating stuff. I love it. I it's love getting, it. You're getting to the point. You don't even really need a um, amp anymore. I mean, you, I mean, nope. some people, get like a little amp head and they plug that into the computer and they just yep. use the, uh, yep. the amp effects i mean obviously you can't do that when you're playing live but this thing you can plug this thing right into you know speakers and pa yes, you can. And stuff like the one i got and away you go and lots yeah, of artists are starting to do that bought, now. Uh, the guy i found out on his youtube i found out about it through youtube because there's this guy yep. i follow every now and then um he's a big big into george lynch docking because he's like a guitarist he's like really into that style of playing. okay so he was like doing a review on it. i'm like oh shit this is good so i bought it but there's he hooks it he can hook it up to like big huge speakers and play gigs with it you know, 
phone game. I know it's yeah. the, the technology's nuts. It's fun too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, for any guitar player, musician, absolutely fun. There's it's like all these little toys to play with. <laughs> yeah, it's it's never ending, man. Yeah, you know? an interesting stuff. Some people yeah. that I've interviewed, they got like thirty guitars, and they got like twenty of the same pedals. I don't know if you're like that too. I just find that interesting. No, you don't need that much. I mean, I do like I my guitars, no down. question, but you don't need that much. You don't need it, but I think people just like it. I think people are <laughs> yeah. just orders, man. They just don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. You know? Most guitar I, players will have. Case, yeah. I need that one pedal that. One There's truth. Guitar. Most of us guitar players are guitar uh, collecting junkies. So yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So getting back to you, you said you you did another video. You're releasing another song coming out on or... this weekend. Actually, it comes out tomorrow on Spotify, and oh, the video will be out tomorrow as well. What's the name of it? Called I Wonder. Oh, so, great! So it'll be out tomorrow, and it's a it's a sort of pop rock slash country song. Uh, not really. I shouldn't say it's country. It has country flair to it, but it's more pop rock. That's great. That's great. So I'm looking forward to getting it out in because we 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 rented a uh, condo on like the 24th floor of a building, and we did shots with me on the balcony with the drone flying in, and it was pretty cool. There's it's, it's some pretty neat stuff. Now Spotify just shows look. This has the music. It doesn't have videos on it. Doesn't correct, it? correct. That's so my, it'll be up on to go to your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's going my YouTube channel yeah. for the video. Now I'm assuming to everybody listening who wants to listen to you on Spotify and on our radio, I'm assuming it is search for Rich Chambers or is it? Yep. A certain type of link. No, no, Rich Chambers. I mean, anywhere if you went to Google and Spotify, Rich Chambers, I will pop up. You know, hashtag Rich Chambers on Facebook or Instagram, you'll find me. And I've, I've made a, I've worked hard in the last year and a half to make my name very accessible if you do, do a Google search. So I'm yeah, popping up, your, the algorithms are up there. Your Facebook was like, uh, it had like Santa band in it. Santa's rocking band. Yeah. That's my, that's my actual uh, Facebook uh, ID. Because yeah, that signifies that. Band. I'll, I'll put yeah. that in both the uh, description for the podcast. And Thank you. Actually, that was the first uh, and definitely first a YouTube, song YouTube channel. I'm trying to think. Do you have a website? Because I didn't see that on here. Richchambers.com. Okay, it's pretty simple. Yeah, Richchambers.com's website, and then from yeah. there, links to everything on my website. So that <laughs> I I'll probably be on your website. Facebook too, right? I can just grab it all yep. there. Yep. Okay. I, I'm trying. I've got every everything interconnected. So there's a okay. lot, a lot of marketing. There's a lot of social media marketing goes on. Yes. I always say to musicians. I know. Yeah, I know. Like you're half musician, half marketer. Yeah, yes. you got to be a marketer. That, that's as well. the as hardest you know. part, right? Like I, 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 when I, so people don't know, I have my other podcast, Mark the Shark Information, and I did a lot, a lot of yeah. the website for this one. The Rock of Marcus is pretty much the Facebook page. I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to decide if I should just. I'm gonna build a website, but I don't know if it should be like I have with the other podcast, with the podcast name, or just like an umbrella. Yeah. You know, like uh, shark, yeah. shark media or something, and have everything on gotcha. that website. I I haven't come yeah. to that. Um, just like but you know what I'm talking. I, about I don't have a YouTube marketing. channel for yeah. it yet. I have it for my other podcast, but this, you know, yeah. Like I said, this is going to be for guys who want to watch the video. It's going to be on a rock and the market channel. I'll have a link to that in the podcast description notes, as well as Richard's website and. Link to Spotify as well. Oh, thanks, Mark. It's yeah, great. it's great having you, Rich. It's always it's always a pleasure uh, talking to fellow musicians. It gives a break, you know. 
I because I talk on this podcast, I talk to authors, I talk to uh, sure, I've noticed, yeah, you know, it's all good, but I, I, no, I it's I, great I, stuff I when I find out it's a musician, especially a person that's like you that's trying to, you know, get the name out there and do stuff with it. And just it's just starting and banging on those doors, Mark. It's been a lot of fun, it's been a crazy yeah, journey, yeah, but a lot yeah. of fun, yeah, Enjoy it, man. And I'll, I'll be on the lookout for uh, that song that the, that's coming out this weekend. It's coming out today or tomorrow? So. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. on Sunday. I'll I wonder it's called. For that. Yeah. Thank then, you. Uh, oh, you know what I'll do? Maybe I'll um, I'll do I'll do you a favor. I'll make like a like a, like a thirty. Maybe I'll take like thirty seconds of it. Oh, cool. And I'll, I'll add it. I mean, people who are listening to this now, but. It, It'll probably be before the interview. Well, maybe I'll do it after. I mean, I have it. You know what? I'll have to go after the interview. Like, hey, here you know. So, guys, listen to this on the podcast. Just don't stop listening to the interview. I have a look, a little sample of his uh, cool. of his new. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Out. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. It was great. And then hopefully, when you make it, when you make it super duper big, don't forget me. Not a chance, man. My front row seats, chance. baby. <laughs> when I tour, Jer- when I tour Jersey, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll come up to you, man. I'll come up there, man. I've been, I've never been. MSG, there. there's my goal. I want to be MSG, play live there. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Hey, man, it's, it's a dream, man. Got to keep it alive, right? Absolutely. That's what life's all about, man. For sure. All right. Anyway, so people watching this, don't forget, keep on rocking. Like the video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you get notifications for people for the podcast. Keep on listening. I put out new episodes every week, and I appreciate everything. All right, everybody. This is a wrap. And don't forget, keep on listening because there's going to be a sample to his new hit, his new single coming out. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Take care, everybody. Hey, guys. Just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark Bashar, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. Hey guys, I just want to make a quick announcement. You can now get my book called Marcus the Vampire available in audiobook format. You can find it on Audible, ACX.com, and on iTunes. Again, the name of the book is called Marcus the Vampire, The Dark World Chronicles. It's also available on Amazon.com. Check it out today if you can. Hi, everyone. This is Deborah Driggs, and you are listening to The Mark the Shark Show. Hi, everyone. Well, fortunately, all good things must come to an end, and that's all we have for this particular podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you keep following my, my podcast here, The Mark the Shark Show. And keep listening and look out for future podcast episodes.